Welcome to the Geeks of the Machine podcast, the only podcast where you can get unfiltered, overpowered opinions of the best TV shows in geek TV. I'm your host, Michelle, and as my co-host today, I have Darnell. Hey. Sup? All right, so before we get started and talk about this week's episode, which is Titan Season 2, Episode 8, I just wanted to remind the listeners to subscribe and review the podcast. It helps us out. And we are always waiting for your feedback. We want to hear from you, okay? Geeks and Machine is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and any place where podcasts can be found. All right. So, last week we had an episode with Robin, um, I guess going through like a guilt trip. (laughs) We had Robin Jr. I don't... uh, Robin Jr. was going through a lot. And he was... He was uh, going through PTSD. So Darnell wasn't here last week because he decided to go on vacation just the rest of us while we were here suffering. <laughs> so, Mr. Darnell, tell me, what did you think about last week's episode? It was definitely uh, a trip. Put it like that. There was a lot of things going on. Like, I, I, I really didn't, I, I really couldn't understand the whole mind trip problem was going on. Cause he, I feel like, is he really going through this whole psychotic breakdown to the point where... He was talking to Sir Jormont, a.k.a. Batman, in front of people. And they were like, are you okay? Shut up. Don't you worry about who talking to. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And he's like, and then you know, Batman was just making, like, he used to be an ass. And he said, I mean, I can believe Batman would be an asshole, just not that type of asshole. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to tell you this right now. So, I know your butt did sit there and listen to the podcast like you should have. Just right? Got just got back. Anyway, uh, I'm just trying to catch up with stuff. So anyway, me and Jasmine was talking about it, and I was like, I knew this wasn't my Batman. I knew it. Like, as soon as he started talking, I was like, no, this don't feel right. This don't this don't feel like Batman. I feel like this is a hallucination immediately. I was like, no, this can't be right. You could definitely tell by the way he was acting. Like and he was- then I was like, oh, I kind of like him, though, because he's saying everything to him that he needed to hear. Yeah, it's just shots What about the part where he's like, the only thing that makes you worthy of being a leader is having my phone number? Yo! <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, the bars was just great. He was amazing. He was great. I still can't stand the actor, though. But I was so mad that it was called Bruce Wayne, though, and that was what we got. Yeah. Just Bruce Wayne in his mind, letting him know he ain't shit. Yo. Uh, anyway, so this week's episode is called Jericho. Wait, wait, before we get to that point, um, what did you think about the very end of last week's episode with... Um, Robin and both Robins and uh, Robin Jr. basically thinking about committing suicide. I think it showed a lot of emotion. That was probably the most I ever felt for Jason Todd character. I mm. still wanted him to die, but this one was like the least amount I wanted him to die. I didn't want him to die this way. I wanted him to die with a crowbar. So I was like, glad he didn't jump off. And I felt wow. really bad for him because he felt like you know everything he you know touched turns to ash or is poison or whatever and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he had to make out with Jericho, but it messed that up too. It's a lot going on. He's taking a lot of L's that day. I mean, I'm sorry, not Jericho. Uh, yeah. Rose, Rose, my bad. <laughs> yeah, and the problem with that whole scene, and I said this during the podcast, so if you guys wanted to hear more details about what Jasmine and I thought about it, definitely go back and listen to it. But I just felt like it was so much from the team. Like, they are not loyal at all. They really aren't. They just straight up blame him for everything. Like, I just got back from being kidnapped. Right. Like, like, I just almost was murdered. Are you serious? Do you think I have time to plan all this stuff out for exactly. you? Exactly. Like, 
crosses and how how he even gonna know about the orange soda? Right, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> how would he even know? Like, if it was Batman, I can understand because Batman would just know because he's Batman, but it's Jason Todd. It's just like yeah. I ain't got time for none of this. And for a minute, I honestly thought it could have been him, not because of his own volition, but because he was being macro. Because you know that when that little stuff was going across his eyes, right. I was like, is he being macro right now? And I, right. I, I mean, I thought so too. I thought so too because of that. But come on now. It was just a lot that was going on for everyone to assume that it was him and not Rose. Mm-hmm. Rose would be the first person that I would assume it was, based off of the fact she's not even really a part of the team. I guess they you, feel bad because they try to get rid of her, they've traded for him, so they ain't going to try to just jump on her. And then even Rose jumped on it like, yeah, you, why do you have this, this, did you take it? My brother was killed, yes, this, 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 and that. Which I got, what does that got to do? Like, and I have I was, a bunch of questions for this episode we're about to talk about. Okay. So, you know, since you said that, let's go ahead. This is season two, episode eight of Titans called Jericho. Dick finally reveals the truth to the team. Flashbacks reveal the secret. Did he reveal the truth to I the team? I think it was just the Jasons. Yeah. So the team I wasn't know. up there. Google, you're failing me with this this. Well, technically, uh, the, team, the team should know, right? No. Because at the on, very end of it, they showed everybody roll out. No, no. Hold on. I'll I'll get to it. Flashbacks reveal the secret behind Deathstroke's vendetta against the Titans. Dick, Donna, Dawn, and Hank befriend Jericho Wilson, Deathstroke's son. Dick faces a choice between loyalty and revenge. So, Darnell, briefly, tell me what did you think about this episode? I mean, overall, I'd say it was an okay episode. It really kind of showed him how those how they were straggling the line between heroes and I, don't, I can't even say anti-heroes but heroes and villains because again they knew what they were doing was wrong but they kept feeling like they were doing it for the right reason mm-hmm. yeah. um, I don't know I mean Jericho was just the nicest little mute you'll ever meet in your life yo listen okay I had so much anxiety while watching this episode I kid you not the entire time I was talking to Jasmine Jasmine was on the phone with me because she saw it before I did and I'm just like I can't watch this episode. This is one of the reasons why it took so long for you guys to get this um, episode of Geeks in the Machine. I, I couldn't watch it. <laughs> I couldn't because I'm like, I don't want to see him die. He's such an adorable kid. Like, no, he's like a cinnamon roll. Right. You just want to sit there and take care of him. And you really him. do. Also, just a, a side note, um, the actor is actually transgendered, the one who plays um, Jericho. Is he? Right, so I'm like, one, that's a step in, you know, I guess equality among the genders, and I'm also excited because I'm just sitting there like, oh my god, outside of that, because I didn't know until like, you know, after the fact, but outside of that, I'm like, oh my god, he's so adorable, he just looks like a little baby, I just want to pinch his cheeks and take care of him. How could you guys want to have, ah, I was just so mad, I couldn't, I couldn't, I said, I don't want to see this little boy die, I don't want to see him die, I really don't. I and mean, I was forced to watch it. Everybody, like, everybody except for Donna and um, Robin was kind of like, you know what, we need to kind of stop this with them. Donna, I can understand. Her boyfriend was just straight up murdered, so she's just blinded. And then Dick, I mean, I understand Garth was his friend, but I was like, what, what is really pushing him? Is he just on revenge? You took somebody from me, I got to take it from you no matter what because what happened to his parents. I couldn't understand why he was driven so much to do something Dick? he knew was wrong. You thought Dick was driven? Yeah, like I said, I understand Donna, because again, that was the love of her life that she no, just admitted it. No, it was the love of her life, and they just admitted it, and he got shot. That's that's hard for anybody to take. Okay, but Dick was the one who kept pushing. Like even even the asshole um, Hawk, Hank was his real name. 
even he was like, bro, I don't think you feel like, no, I don't think we should do this. Dick, Dick, Don wasn't. Donna Dick, was the one who pushed it because Dick even told Donna, hey, we need to back off of this. Yeah. We Dick shouldn't was, be doing Dick was this. almost right behind I said, Donna was the most, but Dick was right behind her. He stopped off a little bit. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I can't argue with that. He did come back to it after he found out that he had powers. That was that, 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 that makes everything okay. An untrained boy who can possess people. Yes, you can possess somebody, but you have to be standing still, which leaves your body totally unprotected. Anybody can take you out at that point. True. I mean, but they could have worked with him to figure something out. But anyway, um, so uh, I believe that we opened the episode with Campfire. Uh, no. Was it the campfire? No, he was in a dream. Thing? No, he was in a dream sequence where he was watching people with pig masks cook people's legs. It was perfectly just that right temperature to eat. Remember? And the police beating somebody up while on the phone. And he tried to scream stop, but his voice came out all squeaky because he had no... Oh, yeah, because that was weird. I, I mean, I blacked that out. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, like, what was he... Like, what, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's in Gotham somewhere, but my whole thing is, why is he just walking the streets for what <laughs> in his dream? Mm-hmm. Like, where was he at in real life to see all this? Like, who was out here just cooking a whole leg until it's like that perfect golden brown? I don't know. Do you think that was a dream sequence, or is that where he is now? No, so it was, def- it was definitely a dream sequence. I just feel like it's mixed with stuff he's seen in real life. Because, like, the people with the pig mask, those are um, some of Batman's villains. I forgot the name of the dude who wears the pig mask, but he's mm-hmm. definitely one of Batman's villains. No, I'm not saying that it's not, but I'm like, all right, so we know how his powers work, and I'm saying, do you think that somehow, I don't know, maybe it's power-related as far as, like, projection and so you think he jumped into some things? Unless he jumped into somebody in Gotham and was walking around their body about to get them killed because he's over here stopping and looking at police brutality like they ain't going to mess his ass up or stopping and looking at people being cannibals like they ain't going to eat him. So whoever he's... If, you, if it was him possessing somebody in a dream, I feel bad for that person because they probably got killed messing around with him. Just like Okay. So after that whole weird sequence that I don't care to talk about anymore... Uh, we have the scene with Slade Wilson in an Army medical facil- facility uh, run by Special Forces Group The Hive, and he is injected with a red serum. Um, so, I don't know. It was like, a, it was also a hazy scene where he, I know he jumps up at one point and he starts killing people. So, we know he's been experimented on and everything like that, and he has this, like, the very clear, um, like hazy eyes. So, do you think he was mind controlled during that time, or was that just a different manifestation of um, the ability? Yeah, I would say more of a manifestation because usually Slay he has been controlled, but not when he first got his powers. I don't know. This is like a side effect of his powers because like those hazy eyes were kind of like what happened. I think that's like his power manifesting because remember mm-hmm. his son when he used his powers, he got hazy eyes. So I think that's all that it was. But that's just my opinion. Okay, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I definitely think that was a possibility. But also, during that whole sequence, I was like, dang, Slade. I mean, this is... Slade was a beast this whole episode. Yo. He need to be Batman. Because like I said, his actor... (laughs) Listen, both actors look like they should be retired. And like, Slade's actor looks like he could be retired, but he could still whoop your ass. Sir Jermont does not. (laughs) (laughs) You are so petty. You really are. I mean, come on. I feel like they did, like, the actor who they got playing Slate is dead on for me. I was just like, everything he does, he can do no wrong right now. Sir wow. John that's some, that's a high praise right there. I mean, what do you, how do you feel about the actor who's playing Slate? Well, first of all, I'm going to be, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to dip into 
the inappropriate area. The inappropriate. D was hot as hell when he was killing them people. I know it's the wrong thing to say. It's so wrong to think that. So are you saying that. you got horny while he was killing those people? Is what I'm hearing? I said he was attractive so, yes, while doing horny. it. Okay. No, he was very attractive. I mean, that's what I'm just saying. You're like, okay. listen, uh, that's something about me. I like guys who are very strong. So anyway, he was out here just like taking everybody out and I'm like wow he also looked a lot younger to me so they I don't know they did a really good job with aging him up and he had time to eat a healthy snack they said it again I said and he had time to eat a healthy snack while he was killing all those people oh yeah was he biting on an apple yes that's yeah, an <laughs> apple a day keeps the murderers away <laughs> well not really I mean he kept the because he is the murderer that's going around just killing everybody nobody killed him because of the apple all right, so we go into their whole background, the father-son background um, between Slade and uh, Jericho. And Jericho is with a group on a beach at a bonfire or something, at a fire pit, I don't know, talking with them about his past with his dad and everything like that. And he says to them that basically the reason why he's mute is because of his father. He got into shady dealings with Wintergreen, um, they lied and said they, they were doing insurance um, risk assessments, but really they was out assassinating people. And one day it caught up with the family, and uh, I guess somebody who he had messed with broke into the house and had a knife to Jericho's throat as well as his mother's. And when everything went down, because Slade was sitting there like, yo, look, they made a mistake coming here. It'll be okay. <laughs> He was so sure of himself, but at the end of it, he took care of the people, but not before his son's throat got slit. Mm-hmm. So, what were your thoughts on that whole background and the conversation between Jericho and the Titans in regards to to his relationship with his father? One, you could really feel the manipulation right there, because like, you could tell Jericho didn't want to talk about it, but Dick was like, you know, we all been there. We all had, like, I was raised by the... Borderline sociopath, and you could tell that he's like really pressing for it. Most people would have left it alone after you seen like the pain look on his face, but no, mm-hmm. it just kept pressing for it. And I felt bad for Donna because she had to only not only he, like you know read what he was saying, and then she had to regurgitate, so it's almost like she's dealing with it twice, you know. So I felt yeah. really bad for her. And then, like, they, they, every time you tell you one part of the story, well, what's the next part? Well, what's the next part? And stuff like that. And then Jericho's whole backstory was sad. And I really feel bad for the guy who slit Jericho's throat. Because if he didn't die instantly, you know Slade's going to torture the mess out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You already well, I mean, know. I don't think he was worried about him too much at I'm that I'm just point. saying, if he survived. <laughs> True. Well, like, my whole thing with that is, yes, you can definitely see the manipulation. Um, but more so for me than seeing the manipulation, I saw desperation on their part to get information from him. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting here thinking to myself, man, you're asking way too many questions. Yeah. Because if it was me, I'm like, why are you pressing me so hard about my dad? You know what I mean? And again, Jericho's just so trusted and loving and innocent. He just wants to have friends. He had no friends like that. I was like, oh, Jericho, your heart gonna be broken so bad. <laughs> but... I mean, they at least turned it around when they... Oh, well, I don't get to that part yet. We'll talk about that when you get to it. Okay, so... I mean, we can go there now. All right, well, I mean, when uh, after the, you know, discovered he had powers and everything, at least Don, like, look, we got to tell him the truth about everything. And he was so excited, like, oh, man, I'm a Titan. And, like, you know, at least they revealed Oh, yeah, he was so him. happy spinning I, around in circles. Yeah, because I really thought they was just going to betray him and do something to their father in front of him. He was just going to be so blown. But at least, at the very least, they did that right so, well, yeah. look, 
I don't, I don't know. This whole, the whole situation with Jericho, I didn't like, okay. I didn't like how they handled him um, being Slate's son and trying to get information out of him. They then should have left him alone once they found out about what they needed to know about Slate. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Once they got that information, first of all, you shouldn't even approach him. Y'all could have just been watching in front of Shadows and see if Slate ever would come around. Because he apparently was watching him. You know what I mean? He watching the mother. <sighs> Why? Because apparently it was easy as hell for her to get in contact with him. Of course. That's his father. I mean, like, moms mother. always know where dad is. And then that's why they should be watching her ass. She's got, hey, look, tell us where your husband is. We're going to kill you. That would be an easier way to go about it. Okay. I mean, fair enough. But the mother, but... she seemed kind of intense. She's like, handle it. Oh, like, what have you done in your past, lady? First of all, I appreciate the mom, um, one hundred percent. But anyway, before we get to that point, it was just, like I said, it was just I didn't appreciate how they handled the situation with Jericho at all. Sure, um, he is supposed to be a child compared to them. I don't know what age he was supposed to be, um, but I know there's a big enough difference that Don felt the need to say he's a kid. I gotta say he was at least fifteen or sixteen. I don't think he was any older than that. Okay, so about 15, 16, and I mean, with that being said, and they had to be like early 20s, like 21, 22, or something like that, I just feel kind of strange about the, like I said, the entire situation, how they handled Jericho, how they tried to manipulate him. Um, They already couldn't handle, I'm about to say, I was about to say Deadpool. Darn. <laughs> they already couldn't handle Deathstroke. I mean, my phone was like, yeah, you know you was wrong. Uh, <laughs> they already couldn't handle Deathstroke on their own. So what makes you think bringing his son into it was going to garner a better result? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it really, like, if he really cared, like, you got to think, if you if a, you don't want to piss off a murderer to the point, like, Deathstroke's always the type of dude, like, look, don't make it personal. When I kill somebody you love, it's just business. Mm-hmm. When you make it personal, that's when you really get in your ass, and, Deathstroke really showed what happens when you make it personal. <laughs> but my thing is, why would you even be going after Deathstroke and not the people who hired him? I mean, because when you want to lash out somebody, you want to lash out the, at the immediate person, the person who actually did the deed. Maybe you'll get whoever hired him to do because I understand what you're saying. Because really, all you're doing is killing a puppet, but the puppet mm. was the one holding the knife, so you got to take it all to somebody. I mean, sure, the puppet was the one. I can see, all right, let me explain. I can see you getting revenge against the, the messenger, right? The right. puppet holding a knife. The person who actually committed the crime. Sure. Uh-huh. But the one who ordered them to commit the crime is the same one who's going to order somebody else to do it again but and it, again and again. So again. go after them and end it. This is the same argument we had with the whole Winter Soldier thing. Why would you blame the Winter Soldier when you know he was no, brainwashed? That's different. It's the same thing. Somebody commanded him to do it. Like I said, I understood. No, 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 no. I understood why, we're going to say this again, why Tony Stark lashed out in that moment. he was the person who did. He That's was what... blindsided. Now, if this, was, this is different, this is different, this is why. <laughs> what he did was within one minute, not even one minute, 30 seconds of finding out what happened. They had several weeks to calm down. And you don't know how much time passed. Hours. They had more than a day. That could have been 45 minutes. They had oh, more than a day. <laughs> And my point being is, like, no, at that point, you guys are dead wrong. I can't understand, like, losing your mind for a second. But lose, come on now. This is medi- premeditated stuff at this point. Listen, man. Garth was their cinnamon bun, and they lost him. Garth was not their cinnamon he bun. He was their Garth cinnamon. was trash. He got along with everybody. 
No, he didn't. He was thirsty. He acts like a dog in heat. He, no. Yes, he was thirsty. He's an Atlantean. He needs water. He needs that type of thirst that only a, a Amazonian woman can provide. That type of She's wetness. She's not even a real Amazonian. Get see, out of here. See, he doesn't see lines like that. He went I for, do. Cause he like, went he and got his thirst quenched, and then he got murdered. Okay. All right. So, um, what else happened besides this? Guys, I'm sorry. This is completely unscripted. I normally have notes going over what happened in the episode, but I was distracted by someone. So, um, so anyway, so they used the information uh, that Jericho provided about Wintergreen, and they go and try to find Wintergreen's house. Lo and behold, he's not there. But guess what? Wintergreen has footage of them entering his home, searching around for him, and he also linked it back to Jericho. So already at this point, um, Wade Wilson... Is it Wade Wilson? Slade Wilson. Slade. Who's Wade Wilson? That's Deadpool. <laughs> oh, killing me right now. I'm like, why does First Wade all, Wilson sound like Deadpool? It can't be Deadpool. Wintergreen, not only having a name that's a color and a gum, he just seems sleazy as hell. <laughs> And then he went on the Titan's name. Remember when he went to go talk to Jericho? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you know, it's a Greek pantheon. It got the asses handed to him. Why would you name yourself out the losers? And he's right. <laughs> it's a weird thing to well, name the Titans yourself. Titans were strong, though. I would see if they were called Titanium. That's stupid. <laughs> oh, it's better than Titans. No, it isn't. I mean, I understand meaning. The meaning is better, but Titans rolls off the tongue better. Okay. So, anyway, um... He talks to him about, you know, about how uh, Jericho is being used by the Titans, and he knows that Jericho is giving all this information. And Slade was like, yo, pump your brakes, leave my son out of this. He ain't the one for it, and neither am I. I was like, cool. He respected that, too. He he dropped that quick. Um, it wasn't until, I guess, the team revealed to... Well, okay, so what happened was... Everybody decided to let Jericho go and be about his business and basically say, you're trash and we don't want you anymore. We use you. You're good. So <laughs> it's basically what they wanted. So Dick goes to the radio, uh, not radio, what's it called? He went to the record um, store. Yeah, record store. Yeah. Went to the record store to tell Jericho, yeah, it's over. We're all breaking up with you. It's not us, it's you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Huh? No, once you get done, I got Oh, so we see Jericho use his powers for the first time. So his eyes, he sees a guy being rude to one of the workers at the radio sh- shop. I'm guessing, not, I said, keep saying radio, <coughs> radio shop. Yeah, radio I don't, shop. yeah, I don't know if he, if the guy, the customer was sexually harassing a lady or not. He's definitely talking uh, shit. Yeah, so he decides to use mind control. His eyes go white and he makes the guy give her a huge tip by the, the record that he was holding and say that he has a little penis. <laughs> and why is that something? What's the with obsession with the penis? I don't. I don't understand. Well, that. until you have a small penis or a penis in general, you don't understand. Nobody wants to be the one with the smallest penis. Okay, it's just not something guys look forward to. Whether you're gay, straight, trans, bi, whatever, you don't want to have the smallest penis. It's just not cool. Like it's, it's like it's like you know boasting like who has the bigger car, who has the best penis. It's just something you don't want to be stuck like that. <laughs> what? So y'all just be like, yo, who's Listen, got the best penis? Nobody out of talks life? Of, nobody talks about it, but if it's revealed mm. somehow, like, you know, your ex girlfriend comes out like, Ah, you got a baby dick or something like that, or shows everybody it's just not a good look. 
Good to know. Good to know. So let me reveal who has a baby dick then. It's like, no. How would you do that? That's so horrible. I mean, it's not like you guys would know who I'm talking about. They're not famous. Listen, they would know. They ever heard this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all that matters then. Anyway, um, so I guess Robin sees everything that happened. and he's Where was Robin even at? (laughs) He was in the corner doing his mini Batman thing. Yes. In, in the rug show, just skulking the hell around. I was like, where did Robin disappear at? <laughs> How did you do that? Doing what he's do best, hiding in the shadows. I waiting guess. for opportunities. But he, you know, he's like, yo, you got a power? Cool. Join the team. I'm Robin. This is Dawn. I mean, Dove. This is Hawk. And uh, Wonder Troy. Girl. There you go. And your dad killed Aqualette, so that's why we was really after you. Whoa. Go. Tell me your feelings. First of all, Don made him tell him the truth and everything. And like I said, at least at the very least, he did reveal laid all cards on the table and then explained to him, explained to Jericho exactly why they were doing what they're doing, why they approached him, and let him make the decision. Because I think at that point, they really weren't going to force him at that point. Because mm-hmm. nobody was going to be on board. So I really appreciate that. My big question for this whole episode where the F was Rose? Cause they had, it seemed like they had a whole family and nobody gave a fuck about I Rose. I asked that too. Nobody's like, nobody, they didn't even mention her once. None of the family well, is like, was it just Jericho, Slade, and the mother? So was Rose just, did she just spawn out of nowhere? Nobody gave She's a, a side piece's um, daughter. So did he just ate? Does he just have like a thing for Asian women? Then? That's what I said to you. <laughs> so I, like, I was like, because literally Rose looks like she could be his sister and they both look very Asian to me. So Right. Ooh. So, yes, that's exactly what happened. Okay. okay. So, um, he has an affinity for, you know, hey, Asian women. God and that's bless okay. Him. It's definitely okay. Asian ladies, holla at Um, me. sir, don't sound that thirsty. Like, you need oh, to man, wipe your Gatorade. keyboard down. I mm-hmm. can hear the drool hitting the keyboard. It is. It is. Good Lord. Oh, my goodness. Ah, anyway. I apologize in advance for his behavior. He's not a representation. You were the of one getting the horny off of Slate killing people. Yes, that's so Slate. You're not upset. I'm not sexualizing murder. a whole group of people. You were sexualizing murder, which is worse. I was sexualizing a man. Get out of here. Murdering people. So you're sexualizing. Murder. Okay. I mean, that's what he. I like guys who are good at their job. It's not my fault he was good at his job. I like girls who are good at their job too. What's the What's his mom's job? I don't know, being a mom. Like, she goes out and does stuff, but did you ever see what she actually did for a living? Have you? To say that she's good at her job? I I wasn't talking about her mom. I was just talking about the beautiful women of the world. Any woman who's good at her job, I appreciate. All right. All right, so um, in a car somewhere, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Moving on, moving on. So we did the record store thing. Everyone is impressed with Jericho's powers because he comes back to the tower and then uses his powers on Hank, making him dance and act silly and show off his abs and everything, Hank which kind of disgusted me. I'm not going to lie. Why? Because I'm like, ew, nobody wants to see that. Shit. If I possess somebody with abs, that's the first thing I'm looking at. Like, oh my God, I've always wanted it abs. It's your abs, though. Mad Why like, do you it's care? It's mad I'm possessing you. If it makes That's you, disgusting. I mean, I would. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I mean, anybody who has abs, men, women, a bear, I would look at my abs. 
Mm-hmm. Whatever. So anyway, um, Hank is sitting there acting crazy because Jericho is controlling him. I thought it was cool that Jericho could speak through him, um, which makes me think about uh, later uses for the character. But anyway, uh, so that's what happened. The team was like, oh, your powers are amazing. You can join the team. How did you feel about him being welcome to the team? I mean, I ain't no power was the only thing you need. Like the way he said it, like yeah, he needs a he's a freak. I'm like really? He's gonna call him a freak like us? Well, like, not yeah. like you because you guys don't really have powers. Exactly, you were just traumatized by stuff. Right, the only one who has powers is um Donna. And right, and I, I wouldn't even that. really consider her powers real. It is real. It's not a real power. It's only bad. thing she is is super strong. That's about it. Yeah, she can't fly, she can't teleport, she can't use anything that yeah. nobody else super has. Super strength is a definite power. That's it's not a real a power. It's not a real power. In a lot of combos, you all know, people have a Super strength is a power. If you can lift a truck over your head, that's a power. Mo- uh, first of all, a lot of people can lift trucks. Secondly, easily over their head? Okay, secondly, secondly, you know how I know it's not a real power? Because the only thing she had to do was go to Amazonian world yeah. It, what she's Themyscira? not even an Amazon and she magically all, is are, able to do it. Are you talking That's about Themyscira? Are you talking about Themyscira? Yeah. Yes, because they probably magically enchanted her. So they didn't magically her. enchant her because it's not a real power. Listen, it's just training. You can't train to get super strength. This ain't Dragon Ball Well, they Z. did in the, they no. did it for her. I'm pretty sure they magically enchanted her. All right, somebody correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. I mean, but some, I don't even care if I'm wrong. In some Donna Troy is a clone of uh, listen, Wonder listen. Woman. I don't even care. Listen, I, let me let me explain. Let me tell you, super okay. strength is nothing. If you can break through a brick wall with one punch, that's a power. Okay, a lot of people stop. can do that. Who, a lot of people who, can. There's literally martial artists who do that. They can break through a brick wall. No, they break through a one brick that's already been soft built. You're not saying somebody punched through a whole brick wall like it's nothing. I, I mean, it's not. How do you know how many bricks is lined up on that wall for that to know yeah, that right. whether or not it's one or multiple? Sure. Okay, whatever you don't you not say. in. You're not in construction. Whatever you say. <laughs> whatever you I'm say. just saying. You just make so, excuses for your. I mean, army. look, it could be a brick wall. It could be a bricks and then plaster. I'm anybody like I said, could punch through. Okay, whatever. Listen, my point being is F Donna. All right? Hey. F her and let her go away forever. I like Donna. She's she would. Of course she would like the most problematic character on the show. Is she the most Besides Don. I thought Dick was the most problematic character. I don't really care oh, about let's Dick. Let's get on Don. Because she her little two-faced ass. He was like, Yo, you told me to right. be Batman. Well, I was wrong. I'm like, come on. She, well, look, she does it all the time. Exactly. She literally like, oh, we don't need to be superheroes. This is too addictive. We can't handle it next week. Well, I, I think we need to be superheroes because it's not really that addictive and we can no. handle it she next said she week. Can well, it. you can't handle it so you don't be a superhero. I will be next week. Well, we both can't be superheroes because, you know, I can see how me being a superhero affects you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She doesn't mix it up. I was just saying. I think Dawn could potentially be the best character on the show as far as being level-headed and being the wise person that all of them can come to for advice. The problem is that she is so wishy-washy. One minute she'll give you advice to do something like kill everybody because it's the only way to save this one person, whatever. Next week, how dare you kill all those people? Yes, I know I told you to do that, but come on now. You, you should have known better. Exactly. You should have known when I was in the moment. Like, this is the time to be Batman. But you're being too much like Batman. First of all, I don't think Batman would have did all that, but, you know, that's just me. I feel like Batman would have approached the mom. I don't 
think Batman would approach either one of them. I think he would have been smart enough to just surveillance them for a while because I, I mean, even I knew that he would show up to see his kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you didn't have to do any of that. You just had to be on the lookout for them. I mean, for him. So anyway, um, what's his name? Wintergreen approaches Jericho after he joins the team because Jericho got pissed off and was like, yeah, mom, I trust them more than you because you're a liar. You're a lying liar who lies and they haven't lied to me. So I'm going with them because they told me the truth about that. And here, I'm going to rip off this bracelet and you, I don't want this no more. You give this to dad. And mom was devastated, of course. So she goes to Slade and is like, you need to fix this. I want my son back and I want you out of our lives for good. So Slade gets Wintergreen to approach Jericho. Um, Jericho asks permission from uh, Don and Robin whether or not he can go see his dad. And I was confused in this moment, too. What do you mean? Okay, so I was confused why Dick was upset that he asked for permission to see his dad. I think he was upset in general that he would even want to see his dad after they told him what he did. And I think that's the whole thing he was upset about. Because he really wanted, he probably just wanted to take the information and corner Slade. Was like Don, um, Donna or Donna, one of those two, was like, you can't do that. Don. Yeah, Don. It's like, you cannot do that. You know, he, he trusts you. He's asking permission. You won't go without your permission. That's just, again, such a sweet kid. Like, I mean, I mean, 16 year olds you know is doing that. Anybody else would just rogue. <laughs> yeah, that's what like, he did. He didn't want to lie to us because, again, he's, it took Jericho to be the only honest one here. I was like, oh, man, he's definitely. And first of all, let's be real. That wasn't real honesty. I mean, it was and it, it was. wasn't. He could have just went off and No, was. he could have. I don't see that as lying, though. I see that as you go see your dad and tell them what happened. That's it. Like, I don't see why you needed his permission to do that. Because and you I still know understand. your dad murdered their friend. Right, but that's not their place to tell you whether or not you can see your father. I feel like when your dad murders my friend, I feel like it is. No, it's not. I feel like it I'm is. sorry it's not. I'm not asking anybody for permission to go see my family member. You better possess me. Because <laughs> I will tell you, I will F you up. Like, that's what this is. I mean, you can only is. possess one person at a time. So I mean, I can't, but what, what point is that? Because my thing is, I will go see him and tell you afterwards. That's me being honest with you. Me telling you beforehand, it, it paints it differently. That's not honesty. It is and it's not. It's not honesty more than it's... He was looking it's at them like respect of, Yeah, he's looking at him as a father figure, as um, a replacement. That's what I saw in that. And I think that's probably why Dick was upset because he was like, he could have just gone without asking me. Why did he have to ask? You know what I mean? I don't think Dick really wanted that responsibility over him. Well, first of all, Dick has been failing to be a father figure to everybody so far. So He has. The spark for, of course, like, you can see how it started, but God damn. Like Raven, Beast Boy, Jason, he's just shit. I mean, Batman probably wasn't the best dad, but at least he got, at least he got dick to, like, this age. Like, he made it to maturity, put it like that. <laughs> that was you know what he needs? He needs an Alfred. Batman did not raise none of them children without an Alfred. He needed Alfred to kind of balance his out. Well, apparently he didn't do a good enough job even with Alfred. I mean, Alfred was like the mom. The mom can only do so much when the father's emotionally distant. You know what? I don't... Okay. Alfred's definitely the mom of the Batman. Well, if you saying all that, this is just making me irritated that we don't have Damien. Yo, what? How does it have to do with Damien? <laughs> Let me explain how this she is. Date rape Batman. Listen, I know what she did. All right, I'm not happy that it was he was, uh, you know, a result of rape. But I am glad he is here. Are you okay? I mean, he's not here. <sighs> he should be. This is what I'm talking about. It makes no sense 
I want Damien and I want him now. Well, F I want Red Hood, Hood, but he's still Jason for right now. I don't know. I never had that affection for Red Hood. I you understood him. Hood. He looks a beast. See, I did you know. see the episode? I mean, did you see um, last Halloween when um, um, just the Jason Ackles or the guy who plays Dean dressed up as Red Hood? Vicious. No, I didn't see that. He did. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um. But what I was trying to say was I never really fell in love with the character Red Hood, I, although I did respect his his um, decision-making. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when he comes to the show, as long as he's not, like, an asshole, then I'm cool. He's going to be an asshole. No, no. Like, it's he's not, because the problem is they're trying to make him like Damien, but the actor doesn't have that asshole like funny quality about him where you're just like oh you're so cute you know what I mean it's like oh shut up that's how I feel about him so I don't want him to be that type of asshole I want him to be an asshole like look this dude needs to die I'm gonna kill him that's fine but if he's trying to be quippy about it no I'm not cool with that alright so moving on uh oh yeah I forgot about Donna so Donna this entire time is going through mixed emotions because Come to find out, the what's her name? Jillian was the actual target of Deathstroke. And for some reason, Aqualad's dumb behind stood in front of the bullet. I yes, still don't understand hero. why he did it. Hero. That's not heroic. That's dumb. Hero. Who are you trying to save? Your baby. She's an Amazonian. Let her take that damn hit. And bullet apparently can kill Amazonians. <laughs> well, it can definitely kill Atlanteans. Yeah. It kills everything. Anyway... So, um, they discovered that Jillian was the actual target, so Donna's in her own feelings, and she's like, she wants to go after Deathstroke. Jillian's like, no, we got it from here. And then later on, um, Donna gets a text message from who she thinks is Jillian that she's about to leave the country, and she doesn't explain why. She said, just meet her at their usual spot, which is at the museum. Donna goes to the museum, and everybody, all the Amazonians in there are, is dead. And Donna has a one-on-one fight with Deathstroke where she loses. He um, stabs her in the shoulder and says, stay away from my son. This is the only time I'm telling you. So how did you feel about that? He whooped her monkey ass. Like, I thought she was doing something with her little glowing lasso at first, but he handled her so readily. I'm not thinking, Lola. why did you think that he that she was going to be able to handle him the when her superiors blowing. went down? They didn't have the lasso. What the lasso? <laughs> the, <laughs> they are literally more, they are her superiors, well trained. I just thought she was going to snag it like Deathstroke. Tell me you're sorry. I'll give up. I don't know. I just thought the lasso was going to do something. It was blocking the sore. You heard to make a little zzz, zzz, zzz noise. I just thought the lasso was going to She is be not that. And she got super strong. Yes. She is not Diana. And, let that go. Deathstroke proved that to me. Deathstroke <laughs> <laughs> stabbed you. I think he cut her stomach. Turn around. Block, she blocked the joke. Dropped the knife. Hit it. Cut the. Matter of fact, he um, Arya stalked her. Dropped the knife. Stabbed her again. Hit her in the shoulder. Had her around. He's like, stay away from my son. Slice. I was like, good lord. Well, how did you feel about the actual fight scene itself? It was expertly choreographed. Yo, I hated it. Why? I thought it was terrible. I loved it. It was so lame to me. Wait, I don't know. Hold That's on. because she's. They want to show how much how much of a bad fighter she is compared to him. Ugh, okay, if that's the case, then fine. But it was just sitting there like, I don't know. It just didn't. It, it if I compared it to Arrow's fight scenes, 
it wasn't on par for me. See, and she's supposed to be one of the best hand-to-hand fighters that they have. You know what I mean? See, so that's my thing. I don't watch Arrow. I watch The Flash. And most of their stuff is just him running and punching stuff. So, I don't know. Okay. What? Well, you don't watch Arrow? No. It's, it was... <sighs> He was too gritty. He's trying to be Batman. He was trying to be Punisher. He was trying to be Batman Punisher. I just can't do it. It's like yeah. they couldn't get Batman, so they wanted to make Arrow Batman. Which is true. That's exactly what happened. But if you stayed, one. if you actually watched it, you would see that they have the best fight sequences out of all the um, DC shows. So, it like, once again, it... <laughs> I don't know. This just felt really lacking. I do like the, how they had her face. Like, you could see that the actress um, was there for part of it, but it was a lot of cut sequences. Like, they were doing a lot of cuts, cut jumps and all that stuff. So I'm like, eh, I don't really appreciate that. I wish that they, I, I don't know. I wish that they would have either had hired somebody who can do a little bit more stunt choreography to begin with, or that they would have just said F it and had the stunt choreographer I mean, stunt um, person doing a lot of the choreography, and then you'll get maybe a couple of scenes with the actress or something like that. I don't know. It just felt like it was lacking to me. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. So, at least there's that. All right, so after all of that happened, um, what's his name? Jericho ends up going to see his father at the church. And Dick got upset once he saw what happened with um Donna and he decided to follow Jericho so he can get to get to um Slade Wilson. Once again, this was another really bad fight sequence for me. But what did you think? You talking about when Robin got his butt handled? Yes. Again, I like the fight sequence. I really like how Slade even though his whole son was involved, he kept completely calm, like, almost to the point like, like, do you even care about your son? Like, you remember when um, he threw the grenade? I understand he knew that the grenade was not really going to blow up, but Dick was, like, in a hurry to run up and try to, you know, stop the grenade hitting Jericho, and Slade just used that to his um, advantage. Right, to and advantage. And Slade has a freaking cheating-ass bow staff. Not only does it have a knife in it, it has a gun on the other end of it. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> the cheating I mean, You know what I want to see at this point? I want to see Slade versus Batman or somebody no. who can actually go hand-in-hand with Not Batman. this Batman. Because I've, I've seen Slade fight Batman before in the comics and the TV. is always a good fight. But this Batman, no. I can't even... Well, even, I mean, they could also get a good stunt double. You they know what I mean? They need the best stunt. They need a stunt that look so different. <laughs> I like, mean, he's going to be in the cowl, so... I guess, but yeah. Definitely Batman seems like the only one that can really match up Slade. To me, it's going to seem like it's going to take like the whole Titans to take him out. Because they suck, all suck so much. They're so bad. I mean, maybe... Probably uh, Connor. Well, to be fair, now that I think about it. Him, actually. Watch. Say that again? I said Connor's probably going to be the one to beat him with his super strength. Probably because his powers, but to and be Kirk fair, Jones. Starfire handled her own against him when they was fighting. Because she was shooting her fire and stuff. He wasn't ready for that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. She handled her own. Remember, he's like a tactical Batman with Captain America mixed in, so he's going to be ready right. for the next time. So that, part, okay, that was probably her okay. only chance to beat him, and he's like, nah, now he's going to have countermeasures, I guarantee you. Okay, fair enough. All right, so um, oh, at the end of it... Real quick, real quick. Since you watch Arrow, how do you compare him to the Slade off the Arrow? Mm. Okay, so 
he is a better Slade than the one on the Arrowverse, in my opinion. Because I've seen him, and I was like, this one to me looks way more like Slade. Okay, but that's all. Well, I mean, I'm not really going off of like looks per se. I'm I'm not even going off of acting alone. Like, of course, this actor is a good actor. We know he's a good actor, and so is the other one that's on the other show. But the reason why I like this Slade Wilson more is this actor. I don't know what it is about him, but he really, when he stepped on the screen for the first time, I actually got chills and was terrified for them. Yeah, you know what I mean? You got that old man Logan vibe, like a crazy right. mercenary. You really feel like if you say, because he, he doesn't say much, but you feel like you talk too much, he's going to fuck you, just mess you right. up. Right. Whereas you, um, what was the last time, what was the last episode of Walking Dead for you? The last episode. Did you get to Negan? I stopped when Negan did what he did to Glenn. Oh, man. I couldn't. Then I, it's going to go over your head. Yeah, my heart bit. couldn't take it anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Whatever. So, anyway, <laughs> well, here's here's my thing. He reminds me of, in the Arrowverse version, Slade is kind of like a mentor enemy to, so kind of like how, um, what's the name? So, Ra- Rasha, Rajagul? Rajagul. 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 Yeah. How he is to Batman. That's how Slade is to um, Arrow. So, oh, in the Arrowverse. So basically like how Slade was in the Teen Titans cartoon show. Right, where he he's like, he'll sit there and be your dad for a moment and then kick your ass. Okay, okay. So that's how that relationship was. But this made me go like, oh my God. This one ain't He's dangerous. Nobody. Don't mess with him. <laughs> yeah. Y'all stop. Just, just give up. Like, give up. Play dead. Play dead. <laughs> That's how I feel about this one, call, okay? Call Batman. <sighs> call Batman. That's the only thing you're good for. You got his phone number. I mean, that's what that's what mental Batman said. Uh, right now, I think... Well, we, we, we're calling him Brutal Bruce. Brutal Bruce? Okay, that's what Brutal yeah. Bruce said. Not that I saw Robert take that, that total L. It was like complete L. And he just got done beating Amazon. I was like, geez, all oh, y'all suck right now. <laughs> yeah. If you know Donna and Robert take L, you know Hank get punished. <laughs> <laughs> So wrong of you I mean, to say that. Am I wrong though? You don't No, but still. <laughs> I mean, okay. So Come on, anyway. out of Hawk and Dove, Dove is the better fighter anyway. Yeah, but Dove also sucks. So exactly. That means Hawk sucks that much more. Yeah. So he um at the mm. end of the fight mm. he He's the as, He handled um Dick Grayson. He knocked him out on the ground. He's like Dick Grayson is hazy. He's going in and out of consciousness. And right when Slade is about to deal the the final blow, Jericho stands in front of the blade and takes it for him. Mm-hmm. What did you feel about um, his sacrifice? Because me personally... That part blew me. Not because he sacrificed himself. I really thought it was going to be the other way around where Dick was about to kill Slade and then Jericho jumped in front or he actually ended up killing Jericho out of anger. And the whole time it was like, I killed Jericho. He didn't kill Jericho. You just got punished you know, and Jericho I had mean- to save you. You know what? You know what? I I hear you as far as that part goes where you thought it was going to be the other way around. Never occurred to me. You know what I thought? Mm-hmm. Literally thought that out of reflex, Dick was going to grab Jericho to take the bullet for him. Oh, that was an A-hole move. <laughs> it would have been better if you said out of reflex, he like moved, like grabbed the sword and pushed it to the side and ended up stabbing Jericho. Because that no. would have been a better way too. But really no. just using Jericho as a <laughs> like, shield? Nah. He accidentally he was trying to duck the bullet and Jericho was right there. Boom. That's what I thought was gonna happen because I'm like that's the <laughs> that's the only way I was I thought that he would have blamed himself for it. That, that, 
that, yeah, there's no real blaming you. There's no real getting out of that if you just use them as meat. You're like, sorry, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But, I mean, you shouldn't have said it was your fault then. He didn't even say it was my fault. He said I killed him. Exactly. He said my expectations. I was like, he really going to kill Jericho? I was trying to figure out how, but no. Jericho just saved you. And you just blame yourself because, I don't know. Well, do we even know if Jericho is actually dead? I mean, he could have possessed Because somebody. we didn't see the body. That's true. In movie and cartoon logic, if you don't see a body, they can still be alive. Yeah, and given his powers, do you think that he ended up possessing somebody and he's just living through them? I mean, yeah, maybe he possessed Hank and he's just stuck in Hank's body, sucking all Ew, his life. Ew, no. But he gets abs, though. That would be so disgusting. I mean, he had to possess for somebody. Dove in particular? Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Him, no, for Don, like if you found out that the guy you've been having sex with is like a sixteen year old, how would you feel about that? I mean, I feel like I'm going to jail if the guy I've been having sex with is a sixteen year old. Yes. Yes. All right, so all of that happened and then in the aftermath of it all you see the team like, look, I'm we're out, we're done. So, I was confused about this. I asked Jasmine, I was like, do you think they know that Jericho's dead? Um, do you think they know what happened? And I know they the, that they don't know that Dick did that because they don't. Because he said that he never told them. So, my question is, what do they think happened to Jericho? Um, I feel like either they think Dick went over there... And, you know, like he wasn't supposed to. And then Jericho either went with his father or got killed. Well, they, they do know his son is dead. So I feel like maybe they feel like he, Jericho, because they um, went over there and Slate decided to kill him. I think that's why probably how he spun the story. Like, oh, man. Since I went over there, Slate killed his own son. And so they blamed Dick for it. Well, he did kill his own son accidentally. But I definitely, if I was Jericho, I would blame Dick too. I mean, cause you got yeah. him involved in something he should never been involved in. Oh, okay, that part, yeah. But the reason Dick went over there when he found out Donna got the ever loving crap beat out of her. Okay, so that is pretty much the end of the episode. Um, next week the title, so episode nine of season two for Titans is called Atonement. I guess this is where we will find out um the aftermath of. Grayson's confession to Robin Jr. All right. Is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to in that episode? I just want to move again. I just want to move the story along. I'm so sick of him not being Nightwing. So hopefully, because you know I was going to everybody, oh, how could you do this? We don't trust you no more. Two more episodes. We trust you again. And then finally, he can put on a stupid costume. I don't know. Like, this is one of those shows where it kind of, I'm kind of upset that it's only 14 episodes only because I, I want it to be more because I'm like, there's so much more that we could be doing right now. But I, I feel like if they did it to 23, it probably would kill the show for me at the same time. It really would. I feel like 14 is more than enough. Like it's just the pace they're going at and everything. I feel like it was any longer. I'm like, Oh my God. No, like, I mean I like I want it to be a part A and a part B, you know what I mean? So part A of season two would be dealing with the whole Deathstroke thing. Part B could be dealing with, um, what's his name? The one that she wanted to come on the show. Jason Todd. You know what I mean? Jason Todd is already on the show. No, Jason Todd becoming, whatchamacallit. Right. He has to get older first. Yeah. He gets some hair on his balls. Oh, my God. Why you gotta be so disgusting? 
All right, guys. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Geeks of the Machine podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review. We love your feedback. Be a part of the discussion. If you have a different perspective or think we missed something, use the hashtag GOTM. What is the show? Oh, sorry. GOTM Titans <laughs> on Twitter and tell us your thoughts. We will address it on the next episode. Join us on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, and overpoweredentertainment.com. The links are in the description. Bye. Peace.